Hi everyone, welcome back to the Business and Life podcast with Matthew and Ben. Today we're going to be talking about patience and the importance of patience in life and in business and why being patient is really helpful to your business and, and life success. Um, so Matthew, why don't you sort of kick us off and tell us about what you've learned about being patient. Yeah, it's a great point. So just so the audience knows, I'm 24 years old now, so just turned 24. Um, and when, I guess ever since I was like 16, I always wanted to become pretty good at business, right? But then what happened at that time is I tried to start quite a few businesses, became very impatient. When I didn't see any progress, I just would quit and move on to the next thing, next thing, next thing. And what you have, and what you start realizing is that you start um, getting into this hamster wheel of like being impatient and not yeah. the approach. And so if you start a business and then before it starts to grow, you you get off of it again. And, like, and exactly. I, yeah, and I think that's, that's when people start a business, that's great. And sometimes people stay in the business for too long, and they realize, okay, this business has kind of run its course, but. The majority of the time, people just don't give that business enough time. Exactly. And I, yeah, has that been the situation for you? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, now, now, what I see myself. So here's a thought process, okay? If people within your industry that have started with your own, with your similar resources to you, have made it big, that means that they know something that you don't yet know. That yeah. means that they put the time that you may not have put in. Yeah, and when you don't see results, is because you're not good enough. Number one, and like realizing that is like pretty hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty relieving, long term. Like it frees you up to like become better. Yeah, it's a very good point actually because I feel it took me quite a while to work that out that I didn't know everything. And when I see people doing better, it's quite hard to say actually maybe they're just better at this than I am. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things to tell us, especially from my personality. I'm a very sort of type A personality. I want to be sort of the best at everything. I really want to believe that I am good at everything I do and the best at everything I do. But then realizing that actually there's people out there that are really intelligent, really smart, really good at what they do. And when you yeah. realize that and you can sort of reflect on that and, and think these guys are doing really well, how are they doing well and what steps can I take to get there? Yep. that transforms your sort of thought process and your business as well massively like what does this guy know that i don't know that's taking him to that level yeah that's that's like that's been a massive one for me um and i heard it from a guy called alex Ormosi. so like i uh, was yeah, just I like know him. yeah yeah on, on my feed i was just like looking at uh, i don't know just entrepreneurs or something and this guy just popped in and like he told me like well it's just that because she's just not good enough. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, it just really hit yeah, it's just like, it's, it's that realization that, hang on a minute, I, I am, like, I'm not that good. And yeah. then, and then, but that helps because you think, right, well, if I'm not that good, how do I get better? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you an example uh, today. I guess um, a guy that we hired about a month and a half ago um, for for a role within Apolentia, within the, I guess, the deal team, uh, just left or just, like today, just quit essentially uh, the company. Um, but he hasn't given himself. He's twenty, by the way, uh, and I can understand that being impatient and so on. But he hasn't given himself 
the time to enjoy the process, to get better at the process, to start getting like the feedback loop of, okay, I need to improve in this, on that, on yeah. the other. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, he's got the potential, but yeah. patience is a big part of fulfilling your potential. You know? Yeah, and I think when you're young, <laughs> especially at 20, in your 20s and 30s, you're still so young and you've got yes. so much of your life ahead of you. And if in your 20s, if by 30, you're still poor and not made any money, it doesn't matter. Because if you spent your whole 20s learning good skills and gaining some real high quality experience, then that's so much more valuable to you later on in life. The majority of people don't make their best money until they're in their sort of 40s and 50s, until they're at the peak of their field. They don't make money in their 20s and 30s because they're too busy learning things. They're too busy time developing that career, developing their, their mindset and their skill base. And they don't really be able, I'm not really able to be that sort of peak of where they are until they're in their 40s, late 40s, mid 40s, maybe, but more like 50s. And I think the majority of big CEOs are in that, apart from all of these tech CEOs, but the majority of CEOs of these public companies, they're generally in their late 40s, 50s, even 60s. So I think it pays to be patient with these kind of things because your income is so much higher at that level than it is when you're younger because what skills you've developed over that time so i would focus a lot more when you're younger on building skills rather than focusing too much on how much you're being paid 100 percent, and i think um just yeah i mean just things start compounding like yeah relationships start start compounding your knowledge starts compounding your discipline in that area starts compounding so it's a lot easier, you know, to, to, yeah. to get it there. There's, there's one, there's compounding is probably the biggest thing to talk about in terms of patience. That alone tells you what you need to know about patience because if you compounded, let's say at the age of 30 at £100,000 and you were able to compound that at 10 or 15% a year, in, at 40 you'd be, you'd be wealthy, but you wouldn't be that wealthy. At 50 you'd be very wealthy, but at 60 you'd be extremely wealthy. Yeah. And so I think that time horizon and that effect of compounding, which I'm not sure if this is nonsense or not, but they say Einstein said that sort of compounding was one of the biggest sort of mystery or the one of the other yeah. mysteries of the universe that people didn't know about, one of the most amazing things people didn't know about, something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's true because if you if you if you are investing early, you need to give yourself that long time horizon and think, okay, I'm not going to be rich now, but I probably am. If I continue doing this, I'm going to be rich at some point and successful at some point in the future. Yeah. And that kind of patience mindset, a lot of people just say, I want to be wealthy now. How can I be wealthy now? And you yeah. see it a lot in the stock market. You see it a lot with retail traders, people sort of buying into these stocks that they think are going to be the next big thing. So buying into yeah. these ideas, sort of cryptocurrencies and NFT projects. Now, whether they've got legs or not, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't understand enough about cryptocurrencies to say whether they do or not. But I know that a lot of them are just pyramid schemes and that the people who set up these cryptocurrencies are making a lot of money. And but it relies on other people is. buying in to make the, their their share worth anything, really. That, that's just looking at, I think, believing in the grass is greening on the other side as opposed to where you water it. Um, and... Well, you realize, and you see it in nature, to be honest. Like, you start watering a plant, then it becomes a tree, and that tree gives you fruit. And at that point, you just don't even need to do that much. Like, it just brings you fruit every single time. Damn, that's, that's some deep shit, though. 
that's, that's deep. I've never heard that before, but that's a great analogy. Yeah. I mean, you, you spend a lot of time building and making sure that this plant, watering this plant, making sure this plant is taken care of. And then 15 years later, it's a plant that doesn't need a lot of care. That's giving you your fruit, giving you fruit. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's like literally the word fruits of your labor. You spend the 10 years, 15 years working and then it pays off. That's exactly right. Wow. Um, and that's why I guess I can't like just pitching for, and we mentioned this in the last podcast, pitching for equity is important because that's where you start becoming part of that tree as opposed to just eating apples every single time. Oh, wow. um, and this, you need to trademark this analogy. It's <laughs> 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 a great analogy. But it's true. No, no it's, it's absolutely true. It makes absolute sense. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think just make sure if you see if there's like uh, let's just be very simple if there's like billionaires in your industry and they've gone from like zero to a billion that means that or that shows that they know something that you don't know yeah and if you're just like scrapping by in that same industry that means that you're not skilled enough and you're not good enough and you need to put in the time and be patient yeah and be patient just be patient with it, yeah. I mean, especially, let's say we, I guess we both consider us business owners and and or private equity partners um, combined, sort of the, the combination of two. I mean, as, as, you, as a private equity guy, you really are both. You are a business owner and an investor. Um, so as a business owner, when you start a business, you might not even take a salary for the first year. It might not even be till year three that you can take a salary. You're not going to, after three years, see a business that's going to start booming, unless you're very fortunate and you picked a good industry and you've and you've really done very well. I mean, I would say if you're in year three, you're making a very good profit, then you're doing extremely well and you should continue doing what you're doing. But the majority of businesses take a lot of time to develop, and you see that it's more sort of year four, year five, year six that then the business starts to get sort of a few million in turnover. And then you start to have the foundations in place, you have the employees in place to really grow and build. But it's that initial phase of anything that takes the longest. And we've talked about this about this podcast. So we said <coughs> excuse me, we said that we were willing to commit an entire year of this podcast, doing at least three podcasts a week. And we would whether we'd received any viewers or any listeners or not, we would continue doing this podcast because we knew that ninety five percent of podcasters give up after the first three months and so if you fit into that five percent of podcasters that continue for 12 months then you're already ahead of the rest and you've already got a chance to be a successful well listened to podcast and i think we 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 both enjoy this but at the same time we know that it's not going to be a short quick win not at all and that's just what it is. Yeah. And that's just life, you know? Yeah. I think if you can, yeah, if you can just be patient um, with things, things get a lot better. You you start becoming a lot more, um, a lot more natural within yourself, uh, a lot more comfortable within your own skin, at least on mine. Like, like, you know, if you're like always trying to prove yourself and jump from one thing to the next, you start like, start doubting yourself and like, see, am I really made for this? Yeah. You know? And you don't have to have everything figured out early in your life. Like in your 20s, you don't have to have everything figured out. Be patient. I mean, you might, it might be until your 30s or late 30s or 40s that you might actually start to realize, you know what, this is what I want to do. That's not a problem. That's just the whole arc 
and the whole idea of life. Like it takes time to develop what you learn and what you want to do and knowing more about yourself. And some people that's a quick process. Some people that's a very long process. And it's just all part of the you know the wonders of life that this is something that you can do. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't try and rush through it and think this is the person I am because maybe you're not that person and maybe in a couple of years you just you, things change and you, you discover more about yourself and discover more about what you want to do in life and what your relationships you want to have. So don't rush into things. Don't be in your early 20s or your 30s and think that everything should be in place and sorted by then because for everyone else, I guarantee it's the same. They haven't, they haven't sorted out shit. They don't know anything either. You know literally nothing, and they know literally nothing. So don't worry about that. That that is just the whole part of the process of life. Yep. Nobody's got it figured out. Nobody's got their shit figured out. It's just not how it works. Yeah. You just go. Yeah. I don't have my shit figured out. Like no one has. No, to. no. I don't have my shit figured out. And I and there's so many people in their in their late twenties and uh, even beginning their early thirties think that <laughs> everyone's getting married. Like people around them are getting married. And they see their friends getting married. They see pressure from their families being like, why aren't you married yet? Why haven't you got into a long-term relationship yet? Now, okay, long-term relationship, maybe you should be looking at long-term relationships then, but maybe also you shouldn't. Maybe that's not the right time for you. Uh, And maybe getting married at 30 is not right for you. And I'd say there's a lot of pressure 50 years ago to get married early because of the way the world was. You know, we'd just gone through wars, um, it was very different. It was a very different dynamic. But the world, the way the world currently is, there's so much opportunity out there that so you need. It's so different that it's normal now to not be married early because you've got so much more of your life to discover, so much more of yourself to figure out. And yeah. I would say, don't rush into things when you're in your in your twenties and thirties and expect things to be the same they are then as when you're 60 and 70 because that's just not not going to happen because you're growing you're, you're always growing in your 20s you're always growing in your 30s so take your time don't rush into things um, and you'll be rewarded at the end of it I think I truly believe so or at least you'll have better time trying to do what you're doing because you you come out of the you just get rid of all that pressure that you put on yourself you know yeah um, it's just more important Absolutely. to do it that way all right Great. Well, that was uh, that was about patience. So yeah, catch us on um, the next episode, and follow us on our on Twitter and uh, Instagram. I'm at Benjamin Percival on Instagram, at Real Ben Percival on Twitter, and Matthew. Yep. You're you're at Matthew dot Wainwright. Matthew dot Wainwright on Instagram, and then Wainwright Matt with two T's on Twitter. I'm more active on LinkedIn. By the way, guys, if you want to connect through that. Yeah, know. always connect with us. Always connect with us on LinkedIn if you want. Um, and I would say your 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 name is spelled with a T. One T. One T. <laughs> so, very unusual. It's, so, yeah. <laughs> it's because it's because of this street called Matthew Street in Liverpool. And that's where the Beatles started. So, apparently, that's the reason why I'm Matthew with one T. Nice. That's a nice. point of curiosity. Cute, cute story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time, guys. Thank you. Bye.